Welcome to Listen with Pops. For children everywhere. And especially James, Ben, Matthew and Noah. Hello children. Today's story is another story from the Animal Shelf Collection by Ivy Wallace. And this one is called Gumpa and the Paint Box. Early one morning, Timothy's special animals were all fast asleep on their shelf in his bedroom. Then Stripey the zebra woke up, stretched and yawned, and he was careful not to wake Get Up the Giraffe or Gumper the Bear. Stripey wondered if Woeful was awake, but the little monkey's face was tucked under his paws. Are you awake, little mutt? whispered Stripey. No, I'm still asleep replied Little Mutt, snuggling into a tight ball. Stripey looked down at Timothy's bed, but he was asleep too. Suddenly, Gumper the bear opened his eyes and said, Mudgorning! I beg your pardon, said Stripey politely. Mudgorning! repeated Gumper. Are you, are you all right, Gumper? asked Stripey anxiously. Gumper shook his head. Rumpthing is song with me. Stripey woke the others. Something is wrong with Gumper. I'm uh, Fractabont, explained Gumper, whose head had turned back to front in the night. I know Sheva talk properly again. Of course you'll talk properly again, Gumper, said Timothy, who had been woken up by the noise. Don't talk rubbish. I'm not rocking tubbish, cried Gumper angrily. Coan nares about me. Of course we care about you, Gumper, comforted the other animals. Don't be silly. I'm not seeing Billy, snapped Gumper, stomping his paw on Woeful's tail. He stomped to the end of the shelf and turned his front on them all. Now he's going to sulk all morning, said Woeful, tenderly stroking his trodden on tail. I'm not going to gulk, muttered Gumper in a sad voice. I am Eri Eriville. I deed a nocter. Really? The naughty little bear knew perfectly well that he only had to turn his head round to be right again. Timothy, who guessed Gumpa was just pretending, dressed quickly and ran off to breakfast. Gumpa lay on the shelf on his tummy with his eyes closed. More pee, he muttered. Go, Pumpa. Have you a pain? asked Stripey. Hundreds of hanes, groaned Gumper. Where are they? asked Getup. In time, mummy, sighed Gumper, rubbing his back where his tummy should have been. Poor Gumper won't want any breakfast, said Timothy, putting a plate up on the shelf. Gumper opened one eye. I would wake a little, he murmured. Just tuttered boast and a mittle lamelade, please. Timothy shook his head firmly. I'm the doctor, he reminded Gumper. No food. Gumper ground louder than ever. The other animals enjoyed their toast and marmalade. They finished every crumb and licked their paws as well. Timothy borrowed a doll's bed from Judy, who lives next door. Gumper lay on his tummy with his face looking upwards. Do you feel any better? squeaked Little Mutt. Gumper shook his head sadly. I am Perry Vory, he whispered. I need some gings to eat. Lots of thudgings. 
You must have some medicine, decided Timothy, busy with some orange juice. No, mo medicine, squealed Gumper. I swon't wallow it. You will swallow it, said Timothy, holding the little bear's head firmly, and Gumper had to swallow it. Then he dived under the covers, angry and spluttering. Now you must rest, Gumper, said Timothy. I'm taking the other animals to the sweet shop. It's a pity you're poorly. And away went Timothy with the others. Gumper was furious. He rolled onto his back and turned his head round the proper way. I thought they'd make a fuss of me, he muttered, and give me good things to eat. Then the little bear saw Timothy's paint box. I'll paint myself all over with red spots, decided the naughty little bear. Timothy knew I was just pretending before. Now I'll be able to stay in bed and have heaps of good things to eat. When Timothy and the others came back, they crowded round Gumper's bed. Look at Gumper, cried Timothy. He's covered with red spots. I think he's got measles. Poor Gumper, whispered the others. Keep away or you may catch them, warned Timothy. I'd better move Gumper away from you all. Timothy put Gumper's bed up on a chest of drawers. I'm so sorry, little fellow, he whispered. I know you were pretending before, but I can see you're ill this time. Stripey and Getup trotted off to get trays of food ready. Woeful and Little Mutt brought him bunches of flowers. All day Gumper pretended to be ill. He had trays of lovely food to eat and presents of flowers. After tea, he said, Thank you all for being so kind. I'm, I'm better now. Uh, you can't be, said Timothy. You still have your spots. Measles takes a long time. You must stay in bed until your spots go. So nighttime found this silly little bear alone on the chest of drawers. Next morning, Gumper's spots had vanished. They had uh, taken him quite a long time to lick off in the night. I'm better, he called across to the animal shelf. But no one listened to him. They were far too busy looking at Little Mutt. He was covered with pink spots from the tips of his ears to the tip of his tail. I've measled in the night, he squeaked. Now I can be with Gumper. Timothy borrowed another bed from Judy. Little Mutt sat in it, surrounded by comfy pillows and trays of good things to eat and flowers. He smiled happily across to Gumper. I did it so I could keep you company, he whispered. But Gumper didn't smile back. He stared at Little Mutt's spots and frowned and frowned. At last, it was night time. When the other animals were asleep on the shelf, Gumper whispered to Little Mutt, You'd better start licking those spots off. Then we can get up tomorrow. I'm tired of being in bed. Well, that was very naughty of Gumper, wasn't it? And now he's persuaded little Mutt to do the same thing. So that was the end of part one. And I wonder what will happen in part two. Please join me for Gumper and the paint box. And this is Pops saying goodbye for now.